Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girls talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. It's our first. That means we're going to talk about our firsts today. Our first love. Our first heartbreak. What else? Our first job. First interview. The first time maybe you brought your boyfriend home. Okay, well, let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me about your first love. Hmm. So my first love was probably in elementary school uh we were in grade so we actually dated grade six grade seven grade eight and then a little bit of grade 12 and then into the first year university so it it was something that lasted a long time and um very naively i believed that i was gonna marry this person um so that's how deep i was in my first love um yeah like i i think it's something that I'll never forget, but there are definitely highs and lows out of the entire thing, but um, it's something that I'm really grateful for um, because I've, I, th- I think I've learned a lot about me, like myself being in a relationship and how I react, and, uh, and I'm also really grateful for the fact that it happened so early in life because um, not a lot of people get to experience that, so yeah. Mm. My first love was probably in grade 10. It was my first boyfriend. And I would say it was puppy love. It was just the grand gestures and talking on the phone for hours every night. And that's kind of what you expected from your boyfriend at the time. Yeah, like, do you even remember talking to your husband for hours? Oh my goodness, no. I can't remember the last time I talked to my own boyfriend on the phone for hours. It feels weird when I call my husband now. It's kind of like, what do you need? Yes. Like, do you want me to pick up something? something? Did something happen to you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, I just wanted to talk. He's like, okay, well, I'm busy. Can you text me what you need? I know. It is the weirdest. And at the point when I was calling my first boyfriend, it would be like, you're expected to call every night. Like every day at nine o'clock, you would expect a call and they would call your house. And you you would talk for at least three hours. Yeah. And it was to the point where his mom would pick up the phone because you share the landline and they would be like, when are you getting off? It's like, hello, it's uh, past your curfew. It's time for bed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I I totally get that. (laughs) And I think the first time I talked to my boyfriend on social media or on a something different from um, a phone was on ICQ. Do you remember oh, ICQ? Oh my goodness, absolutely. That's so long ago. We're aging ourselves. We are completely. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I had. Yes. I don't think we could afford an Apple at that time. We I had. A, it was Apple even existing sure. at the I time? I had an e machine. Do you remember those? No. What is an e-machine? I I don't know. I thought it was cool. But it was an e-machine and I had ICQ on it. I had, you know, the the type of internet that you 
like a the dial-up the dial-up um wireless <laughs> oh, internet oh no we are completely dating ourselves yeah and my father would be like okay every day you get 30 minutes on this wireless internet so i had 30 minutes on icq to talk to him and we would kind of like at school we'd be like, okay let, let's go on at 6 30 so we can talk to each other for 30 minutes and that was a thing do you remember your icq number Ooh. I, I don't. That was a number. Like, I remember oh, my yeah. um, MSN email because I still use it. Yeah. So one of the bad things where we're really dating ourselves is that ICQ, you had a number and it was like a nine digit number. <laughs> <laughs> so for those oh of you who gosh. still still remember your ICQ number, message us, DM us. Uh, we, let we, us know. Let us Maybe know. we'll find you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay, tell me about your first time that you brought your parents home. My boyfriend oh, wait. to yes. my parents. Yeah, home. yes, yes. So the first time that I bought my <laughs> boyfriend to my parents home, to be very honest, I'm not sure I remember the f- the very first boyfriend. So I'll talk to you about my current boyfriend that I brought home. The first, we actually met at a restaurant, so it wasn't like he went to my childhood home. But the first thing that they said was like, oh my God, she's so skinny. <laughs> like, does he even eat? And all he really eats is daomio. And oh, for yeah. those of you who don't know, <laughs> daomio is like a... It's like a Chinese vegetable. Yeah, uh, it's like... Kind of like a spinach. Yeah, like a spinach with garlic. And yeah. it was like, it's a very popular I dish. I love it too, but... Um, my parents are very typical Asian. Um, you gain popularity by the amount of food that you eat at the table. So my boyfriend is not, <laughs> it's not, let's just say he's not like a, he's not like a bulking kind of guy. He's very, <laughs> he's delicate. <laughs> he's, uh, he's on, he's on the slim side. <laughs> so that was their first comment, but. I think overall, um, over time, they really learned to like him. And I think uh, my dad probably likes him more than my mom does, to be very, very frank. Uh, My mom's very traditional, and uh, my boyfriend is a little quirky, (laughs) kind of like my dad. And my dad just absolutely loves it. So he's like, yay, finally a guy on the same page. And just to let you know, um, FYI, my dad has been living with women his entire life. He's had my mom, my sister, and myself for basically his entire life. He also has a sister. So having a man in his life is just um, a really refreshing thing for him. So I think even having a feminine guy <laughs> who eats dal meal <laughs> and at his dinner table, he's, he's, um, he's grateful for that. So I, I think overall, um, uh, my current boyfriend definitely uh, – Passes all the, the points. Yeah. No, no, well, I wouldn't say <laughs> scores all. He passes the bill. How's that? Fair enough. What about you, Joanne? I think the first time, I can't remember bringing home any of my other boyfriends, but my husband, the first time I brought him home, it was a year into our relationship. And after doing the whole long distance, and um, I kind of decided that it was time for him to meet my family. And I had to prepare them way in advance. And I planned it out being like, we are only going to drop by. We are going to pick up something from my parents' home. And then we're going to go. 
it was gonna be 15 minutes max and so it was like kind of an introduction to them it was a a little bit of like dipping the toe into the pool kind of a thing yeah not throwing him into it and i have to repeat like my boyfriend or my husband is not chinese Mm -hmm. so he doesn't get that whole culture of calling people auntie uncle and my parents are lovely but english isn't their first language so they aren't always completely confident speaking english and i had to make sure that they were aware that this is gonna happen and you're gonna meet them yeah i think that really adds another layer to it right like when uh i think a lot of us when we bring our significant others home and we're i mean we live in canada so there's all different types of cultures but when we're bringing someone home, right? Like that's that's an that's another level. That's a huge thing. My parents don't even want to meet somebody unless it's like a real thing. They tell me like, "Is it real?" I don't want to meet them then. Yeah, yeah. I probably only brought two boys like in my entire life like home to meet my parents. So tell me about the first time you met your boyfriend's family. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> I hope they never listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, so there's a two-ended story to this thing. So he wanted me to go to his sister's baby shower, which okay. was at um, her in-law's place. So it's kind of like third degree already, right? So it's his sister's husband's parents house okay so it's kind of um a third degree where it's not even his own family's house it's like the family of the other family so it was a little bit of a stretch and rightfully so his parents are a little bit more traditional and i really appreciate that they're like well why would we want to bring her to that space before we've ever even met her Yes. Right? Absolutely. So they're like, set up dinner ASAP. (laughs) So baby shower was on a Saturday. We had to have dinner on a Friday. Oh, my god. That was how intense it was. Yeah. So uh, when he told me about that, I was like, okay, we're doing this. (laughs) So we met like in North York, which is like Midtown in Toronto. And yeah, we had dinner with them at a you know Chinese restaurant and it was it was a fine situation but um I think it was a new thing for the parents because I think so the his sister's um significant other lovely but doesn't speak fluent Chinese Mm -hmm. so they were expecting me not to be able to speak the language either and correct me well you don't have to correct me but i (laughs) believe that the my boyfriend's previous girlfriend also did not speak cantonese okay miss yeah so um they were not expecting me to be fluent in cantonese so they were kind of testing me they were really putting me through the ringer yeah they were like testing me about like oh did you like they would say a phrase and be like did you know what i'm like mean by that and i was like well yes (laughs) and then i had to like clarify i was like i was born in hong kong like this is easy peasy for me yeah so you won them over with that i don't know i don't know if i won them over but 
like I mean I think I you alluded to it like kind of earlier with saying that um your husband is doesn't speak Cantonese and it's not Chinese so I think it was just really it was an easy win for me because Mm -hmm. I spoke their language obviously like it was a first meeting we didn't get into any nitty-gritty things about valleys or anything but the fact that their son was dating a person who could speak their language and understand. Isn't that funny how that's so important? Well, communication or, is a really important yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? I don't know if it's only a Chinese thing or if it really, maybe not, but I, it's really important in my family. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, it's not, it hasn't, it's never been hard. For yeah. me to to win parents over, I'm not saying that I, yeah, I've never, I, I still don't think I've won <laughs> by any means, <laughs> but um, I think it's definitely an advantage that I speak their language and I understand yeah. um what they're saying and I, and as an Asian person who's grown up in an Asian household and was born in Hong Kong, like I understand their culture and what their needs are. So, um, that was my first experience wow. of meeting. <laughs> Meeting the parents. Tell me about the first time you said, I love you. Oh, jeez. No, I, I think you should go first for that <laughs> one. You need to go first oh, for that man. one. Oh, uh, man. With my first boyfriend, I think I said it because he had said it first. And I f- felt as awful as this sounds. I felt bad that I couldn't say it to him. So I... Uh, after a few months of him saying it, I decided, okay, it's about time. I'm going to say it now, too. So that was the first time. So it was about guilt. It was about guilt. Oh, my God. It wasn't. It was about wanting to feel equal in the relationship or equalize. Okay, but like how old were you, though? I was probably like 15. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, because that really put it puts it in context because we were all like oh shit we feel so bad okay thank you for clarifying that joanne um the first time i ever said i love you was to my first boyfriend and i had a similar experience i think i also reciprocated the same um i loves you i love i love you you. (laughs) i reciprocated the same i love you because I also felt bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first person who said it. And I immediately in my head when he first said it was like, whoa, that was real quick. Like, I'm not even sure if I'm there yet, but I feel bad. And it was kind of my first relationship. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is like, this is it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I did reciprocate. But I, I will say that in my current relationship, and you can kind of add to that later it was very much delayed Mm -hmm. right I think I waited like a year and a half after us being official to actually say those words and I was still very hesitant we were in a long distance relationship and for me it was kind of like I think I'm there but I'm not for me it was kind of like a putting my neck out there yeah it's like I think I love you I, I'm getting there. Yeah. And if you're not with me, you need to let me know because I can't do this long distance shit yeah. for very much longer. Yeah. Right? So 
that was kind of my experience and luckily like it was reciprocated so yeah like a year and a half in and long distance is what it took for me to say the the yeah. I love yous I think for me it was probably about the same with my husband we were going through a long distance relationship and it was probably about a year in when I was like yeah I think I can say it to you now but it was the same where he said it first and he said it before he left for the long distance relationship (laughs) and I was like I don't think I can return that yet and it wasn't until a few months later that we did the whole relationship thing and I was like you know what I can't I can't imagine my life without you and I said it to him and it was much more difficult just because you're really getting personal with that person and you're kind of it means so much more I think when you're you know a little bit older and you understand what that means I think yeah like you said like it's the weight of the the words right like when I think when we first kind of reciprocated those words to our first boyfriends, we didn't actually understand what the weight was behind yes. the I love you's and what that meant and what that commitment actually was. So, um, yeah, I think as you get older, um, you put things into perspective and you understand what the three words actually mean and what kind of commitment you want to, you know, kind of pursue with that person. And, and it's a lot different. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're just putting it too seriously. Maybe Let it doesn't us know. mean anything at all. Let us know. Let, how many times have you guys said I love yeah. you? Let us know. What about, okay, so we've talked about first loves and everything. Like, do you remember your first heartbreak? Uh, how did that feel? I don't. Whoa. <laughs> player, player here. I don't know if I've ever actually invested so much into a relationship and like don't hate me for saying this I just I'm so guarded I think in my relationships that I don't allow myself to get hurt because I'm so afraid of the pain so yeah in my past relationships I don't think I've ever experienced a heartbreak when it ended because I was always expecting it to end whereas I think if my husband left me now it would be so painful so I'm very grateful in the fact that I've actually never experienced heartbreak how about you so I've experienced the complete opposite (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah like my first boyfriend um, completely crushed my heart and like I was devastated for a year and to the point where my best friend like slapped me on my like Oh my gosh. Like 19th birthday, yeah. And was like, wake up, you little bee. <laughs> um, yeah, it was that bad. I I don't blame her because I was so into it and I was like losing kind of perspective of everything else in my life that was going great. Right. And I just couldn't get past the fact that we were no longer together. Right. So I think that was the – it was very, very – hard for me to get over that first heartbreak because like I said in the very beginning when um we talked about our first love I really genuinely thought that this could be the person that I was gonna marry yeah right very naive of me and I'm not saying that no one gets um married to the person that 
or no one gets married to their first love, but it's a rare thing and it's really special. So I think I wanted that fantasy for myself, but that was obviously never going to happen with this particular person that I was with. But um, I like the fact that you pointed out how you said that your, your first relationship kind of set the tone and you were never like you, you were really guarded and right. And I think I was the complete opposite. Like I was not guarded right, at all. Like I'm the type of person that kind of opens my heart and opens everything to that person until they wronged me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how I got super hurt because there was definitely like zero guards up. Right. right? And I feel like I put my guards up now, right? Because I feel like when my boyfriend now and like had and I have a fight mm-hmm. I expect it to end how like I expect it to end because that's how my first relationship was right so the pattern kind of like flips for the two of us in terms of experience because for you it's kind of like oh like I'm so I was so guarded and then I let my guards down and now I'm in this wonderful relationship but for me, it's kind of like I had no guards and I let everyone in and I crushed it and now I'm building my walls. Yeah. So for everything that goes wrong in my relationship, my first thought, and it's so terrible, is mm-hmm. the fact that, well, if it ends, then I'm going to do A, B, and C. Like I always have a backup plan. Right. And that's just my my own guard yeah. and how I prepare for a heartbreak and breakup because I've been there and I need I always need a plan B. Yeah, so that's where I am. I don't think I needed the heartbreak to do that. I think I always had plan B, C, D in the back of my head, <laughs> oh, which is awful. <laughs> no, maybe I messed up in the way that I'm built. Where I'm like, I'm not going to let anybody in because it's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. Um, tell me about your friend- first friendship breakup then. Oh my gosh. Like everybody has those, right? Like this is a thing. Like it's such a I sometimes feel like friendship breakups are worse than like relationship breakups. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember do you remember your first one? My first one was one of my best friends in high school. I don't really even know what happened. We had, we were in summer break and, you know, you don't see each other as often as you do during the school year because you're not forced to go to school every day. But uh, I guess she had a boyfriend at the time and she had like a few other friends that she was hanging out with. And I remember coming back from school thinking everything was okay we just had summer break happen and she came to me and was like you know you didn't care about me the entire summer like so much has happened you weren't there for me and we had a huge fight about it and we didn't talk for almost two years after that it was a big thing yeah are you guys still friends we are still friends but we had to work through a lot how about you very interesting Um, so my first recollection of a friendship breakup happened when I was in grade four, actually. Um, so this girl and I got really, really close in grade three. 
we were best friends and did everything together. Even our moms became friends. That's how close we were. Um, so I, I literally thought I'm like, this is it. Like, this is going to be the girl that's going to be my bridesmaid. We're going to go through everything together. So I'm super naive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then grade four came along. Oh we were in this God. same class. And this, I, I realized that this person really liked competition. And if you know me, which I know that you guys don't, but Joanne knows, like, I'm not a very competitive person. I'm just kind of like, okay, like, you want to be better than me? Then go ahead. So it, was, it wasn't even about... Um, competition in terms of the things that mattered it was like oh i wanted to be better with her in math and science and english like jesus christ i was an esl like i couldn't even compare with like the normal kids let alone <laughs> the esl kids i was an esl like yeah. um so there's a constant competition and it got to the point where like she made fun of me because i had blue toenails like i painted my toenails blue one day and she was like you're so how which is which is in um in english terms like um you're so girly or you're so oh maybe slutty <laughs> it's more slutty yeah she like i painted my blue my toenails blue which was the only color probably i had home <laughs> and you're like you're such a slut and I was like, what? So harsh. In grade four, I was yeah. called a slut because I had blue toenails. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously we're not going to be friends anymore. So I moved on. And this person keeps reoccurring into, like, back into my life. But because she's so nosy about what I'm doing. And so what I've done, actually, is that she follows me on Instagram. I block her stories. I think she probably doesn't know because I've never let her see any of my stories. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think she'll know who she is. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, wow. even if she does, like, I would say that to her face because I really don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're beyond that point. We're not friends. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, so that seems that was my first friendship breakup, <laughs> and it still continues to be a breakup. Seems like she's a fan of mine because she still follows me. So you know, the four hundred people that follow me, you know, one of you, oh. one of you, <laughs> it's one of you. <laughs> Self reflect. Wow. Okay, that's dramatic. Mm. I, I don't think I've ever had a breakup like that. Okay, We've just had very serious so fights. So obviously had breakups. So tell me about the first time you've kind of bumped into an ex. The first time I bumped into an ex, I barely remember it, to be honest. Um, it was fine. You know, I try to stay friends with my exes. I, and I think that's a really weird thing. At least my husband tells me so. But I try to keep in touch with them, and I be I also because I was so guarded, I don't let it affect me that much. But I try to be friends with their 
uh, new girlfriends. I'm involved in their lives. I think I went to one of my ex's baptisms like five years down the road. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I don't know. That was, I'm pretty good with seeing my exes. How about you? Uh, I think in the beginning, I wasn't very comfortable with seeing them. Um, but that was because, you know, like it, it was still raw and it was still very new. And I don't think the relationship ended the way that I wanted, but that, you know, that it's, it's kind of irrelevant now. Um, but I don't think if I had to go back and change it, I think I would probably want it to be a little bit more cordial. Um, but to be honest, like I think my ex is in like Hong Kong. <laughs> so I uh, bumping into this person is uh, very rare um but bumping into my boyfriend's exes is actually quite common and that's something that um I think I'm still working on uh I personally don't have a problem with it um but you know everyone's different but another question that I kind of want to draw from that is that how long of a time frame is it okay for like for example like when you break up with a person right and you're not dating anyone anymore like how long does it take for it to be okay for the uh, for your boyfriend or a girlfriend to start dating another person i do not have an answer for that <laughs> i think a long ass time they should be single for at least three four years okay i think you're being dramatic like three <laughs> four years like but like I, in my opinion, it's like if, if you've broken up and you've had a clean slate for like a year, the next person that they date, like I don't think it should be a matter of like competition and you guys shouldn't look at each other differently. But that's just my opinion. Right. I think ideally they would be single, but I definitely had exes who dated people right after or not even right, like a couple months after. And I'm totally okay with that. Um, I think we always end for a reason and I'm, I obviously take it much more relaxed than other people do, but yeah, I don't know. I've always been very okay with my exes moving on. How about you? I think I'm okay with that too. Like I, like I said, like, I think you alluded to that. Like if a person you and a person didn't work out for a certain reason and there is no reason to prevent that person or, you know, give bad feelings to the next person that comes along and makes this person happy. So I'm all for, you know, kind of like, you know, ensuring that my exes are happy because I am also that kind of person that I believe that all my exes are pretty great <laughs> because I wouldn't date anyone that's crappy. So I truly like wish them all the best. So I don't have any bad feelings towards that. <laughs> I feel like the more interesting question is, would you be okay with your ex's new girlfriends? And how would, how would meeting them be like, would I be okay with my ex's girlfriend now? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I would probably be best friends with them. Like, there's, like, 
everyone's moved on. What's the point? Like you, you've everyone's moved on. Everyone's happy. Like you guys obviously didn't work out for a reason. Like what's the point of holding grudges or being upset about anything? Right. But that's just my opinion. Some people are weird about it, but that's that's their own problem to deal with. Yeah, I think we're probably in a very small club of people who would be okay with it. Uh, I am also very okay with it. I would love to meet my ex's girlfriends. So if you are um, Joanne's husband's ex-girlfriends, please DM us if you want to be friends. (laughs) Uh, We'll buy you drinks. (laughs) um yeah so let us know i think uh are we almost at the end i think that's all the time we have today so thank you so much for joining us for another podcast this is our first so we were talking about our first yes we are so if you have anything where you felt like you related to or you have any questions feel free to dm us at our instagram let's talk basic We'd love to hear from you. Goodbye for now. And maybe we'll do this again. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic.